when Wilpa will call And even is night I hurry to my blue heaven You turn to the right You find a little bright light That leads you to my blue heaven You find a cozy place By your place, cozy room Welcome, welcome, welcome to another uh, My Blue Heaven, in fact, and uh, today's guest needs no introduction, he certainly won't need any any introduction to those of you who listen to radio of all forms and um, styles throughout the uh, years, and, and certainly if you're as old as me, you will probably know Mr. Stephen Foster. How are you, Stephen? Very well indeed, Graham. Great to be here. It's good to have you. It's good to have you. Um, I might as well just give you the mic and then I'll just go, go and have a pint and come back with you. <laughs> no, it's lovely being this side of the desk. Is it? Yeah, you can do all the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've offered the amount of times I've pressed the wrong button, though. so even, even now. Right, I don't know where to start. We'll go backwards. So you're now on the Mi Amigo Radio Caroline ship. Yeah, I know you don't actually go on the ship itself. But no, you're, um, you're... I do a bit of work for Radio Mi Amigo, which is in Harwich, but I don't do much for them. My, my main radio job now, really, um, as regards hours on air, is Radio Caroline, which we, we do the programmes, most of us, from home, and they are either live or they're sent in before transmission. Uh, so I do mine from my home studio, not far away from where we're sitting here in Ipswich, and um, that gets played out every Tuesday morning on Radio Caroline between 10 and 2. That's an, an album. Well, it's an album station, so I'm playing album tracks, which is right up my alley. I also do Hospital Radio Ipswich on a Monday evening and a program called Album Tracking, funnily enough. Oh, wow. And um, what else do I do? Yeah, Suffolk Sound on, on Thursday evening, 6 to 8, which is all those shows, music is chosen mostly by me, and you wouldn't hear much of it during the day on other radio stations if you no, follow my drift. That's good, isn't it? That's good. It's quality stuff, yeah. and it doesn't keep coming around time and time again. Yeah, you don't have a playlist that you no. have to stick to. I don't, no, no and I've, I had enough of that, you know, working for the BBC. That was I, my next question. So you're no, you're no longer working for the BBC. No, I do some sport for them, um, some local football coverage, which I really enjoy. I, I normally do those games when town are away. But on Saturday, I was lucky enough to get a place on one of the coaches. I was on Coach 7 with some good friends of mine. And we made the very long trip to Preston, as I know you did. I didn't go to Preston, actually. Oh, no, you didn't? Oh, no. sorry. I, I went to did. Leicester and oh, I'm Leicester. going to Millwall, but I didn't go to Preston. But a bridge too there. far, was it? I have been there. So we were talking about <laughs> train spotting and ticking off football grounds before we went on air. And, uh, yeah, I've done Preston. Don't need to do that again. No, I would have gone, but uh, I didn't. Because I, I normally go by train. It was train strikes, wasn't it, all that weekend? Yeah, it was awful. Ni- nightmare. The whole thing is a nightmare. Yeah. But, yeah, we won't get into that, I don't think. We might do, but, uh, We might do, yes. And uh, you're no longer doing... An, well, you're no longer the BBC. Um, no, I'm not Apart employed. from, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they pay me for doing reports on local football on a Saturday afternoon, which is sort of nice beer and coffee money. <laughs> uh, but as far as a, a salaried position is concerned, um, after 30 years, I decided enough was enough. Mm. Time to go. I could see all the changes looming, and yeah. I was no longer feeling part of their future plans, which is probably how they wanted it. Yeah, and we I won't go into 
what we were talking about in the green room over a gin. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the BBC itself, radio certainly is changing, isn't it? It seems local radio. It is. It's it's a pity, and I've still got some very good friends who still work at BBC Radio Suffolk. Yeah. Um, and it's really, as far as I can see, and I don't pop in at all now. Really, I meet a few for coffee and beers, uh, but. It's it's almost it almost feels like the station is being sort of run down, run down. And I'm not, and, yeah. You know, and and I don't mean that in an unkind way. I just think it seems like above the, the hierarchy seem to think that okay, we'll spend less less and less money on it, and then indeed the audience will inevitably drop, and it must drop in the end mm. because you you if you're a local radio fan and love your local radio as thousands of people here in Suffolk do and indeed every other county comes to that you're not going to put up with radio shows coming from hundreds of miles away being fed to about half a dozen stations even more yeah. so that the local element of the BBC it's really I, I used to think it was important for the Beeb to have a lot of people listening to BBC local radio because it was probably their main in touch yeah. moment with the BBC yeah you know, they weren't going to get onto national radio to, to give their views very easily. But in local radio, we had a great rapport with the local audience. Mm. And a lot of people, you know, valued it. It was yeah. an important part of their life, rather like local newspapers. Yes. It seems a lot of things are going the same way. Yeah. I can see why newspapers are going. I mean, it's internet and everything, isn't it? And, and also people podcasting their own stuff now and uh, presenters even. They're just doing what they want. I know it's, it's a changing world. And we were talking about the NHS as well. We won't go into that. Um, and back to f- football, which is what we're really supposed to be talking, oh, yes, talking football, about. Oh, yeah, football, You're no longer doing the announcing at Portman Road either. No, that came to an end um, in the summer. Um, I, I did sort of... I, I sensed I wasn't really the man they wanted um, towards the end of the season. Uh, big turning point, I think, for a lot of the younger fans and the way I was doing it was the, the last game of the season and um, the lack of a, a pitch invasion. There was a, a mini a one, mini wasn't one. there? <laughs> yes, there was. I know, and it will be mainly the town fans who maybe have come on board only in the last few years. And yeah. if they have, they're lucky because yeah. they haven't seen what we used to see not so long ago. That's true, yeah. But I think yeah. I was making announcements on behalf of the club because when you're on the PA any football club, the person with the mic in his or her hand is simply relaying information that the club wants them to relay. Yeah. What happened was, I was doing the announcements, one or two, I was reading from the big screen, which right. I have no say on whatsoever, but I was told to read it from the big screen, as I did, and one fan on social media, may have been more, but I, I stopped looking after a while, accused me of lying, making those <laughs> announcements. Why, as an announcer, would I want to lie to thousands yeah. of people? It's not my decision, although I have to say I back the decision, because what football club now wants thousands of fans on the pitch at the end of a game with the players still on the pitch? Yes. It's just not safe anymore, whichever way you look at it. Yeah. The way our society's gone, there are elements of it, I'm afraid, that can't be trusted. Exactly, and and also, uh, yeah, and we've seen that um, recently with with uh, with problems actually on the pitch with fans, but also, of course, you you, you don't get the players can't do a lap of honour, they can't do anything if they're, you know, if they just need to rush off the pitch because of the fans. So, fortunately, the, the as you say, the the uh, pitch invasion at the end of last season was a mini one. But yeah, but and so there were some some fans yeah. um, 
thought it was my fault. I was yeah. preventing them from getting on the pitch. Yeah. Nothing to do with me. You know, don't shoot the messenger, as they say. No. Um, I was making the announcements the club wanted me to make. Um, so I came in for quite a bit of stick on social media. And then uh, the following weekend, was it, or the weekend after, there was a big celebration on Christchurch Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I would have expected the club announcer... Uh, to have been there on stage doing some interviews or certainly yeah. being part of it. I wasn't asked to be part of that. And I thought, mm, I don't think I'm going to be here next season. Yeah. I was told at a meeting I had, I was called in for a meeting a couple of weeks before the start of the season. And I was told the club wanted to move in a new direction um, and build up a better rapport with the fans. So I said, that's entirely your decision. Of course it is. Um, sorry to leave you. But yeah, I understand. If you don't want me anymore, off I go. Mm. It's like a player, isn't it? Coming to the end of his yeah, yeah. useful yeah. years, yeah. really. Yeah. Although I thought I still had a few more years in me, yeah. to be honest with you. But obviously, in the club's eyes, which was a pity because I I got on very well with the chairman. Lovely man. I got on incredibly well with Kieran McKenna, who once again is a gentleman. Yeah, um, and one or two I didn't build up any rapport with at all, really, if I'm honest with you. Um, but I didn't fall out with anybody. No. I was an easy guy to work with, probably. In fact, when I look back, I was probably too easy, too easy going. So they made that decision. I don't know who made the decision, but it was relayed to me at this meeting, ironically, in Kieran McKenna's office at Portman Road. He wasn't in there at the time, I hasten to add. But normally I'd go into the building and have a meeting in the yeah. office with all the other staff, or they'd be there. But, you know, I thought, ah, this is the confirmation. So... We agreed that I would leave and they'd make an announcement. And um, But the announcement really, a lot of people thought I had been, um, you know, re- I, I had retired, which yeah. I, I had not retired. I never, I'm still doing a lot of work on microphones everywhere, you know, yeah, on the yeah. radio and off it. So I had not retired. Um, you know, I was let go, if you like. I yeah. was no longer required. Shame you didn't take a picture of the uh, the stuff you had to read out off the big screen and show it to the guys who complained. Yeah, I, I don't know how many people did in the end, but there was just this one tweet I saw, and I thought actually that's probably actionable, but I really, no. you know, I couldn't be bothered. No. I thought that's just ignorance and it's rubbish. Yeah. So I, you know, that was how it was. So at the end of um, at the end of the season. I was delighted, obviously, as a town fan for so long that the club had made it, but I knew that I wasn't going to play a part on the PA next season, and I'd be back in the stands, which is great, watching from um, Sir Alf Ramsey Lower, which is where I am. Oh, you are, are you? Okay, cool. And you can have a beer and stuff, can't you? I can. I can can get to the ground a few minutes before the start if I want to, and I can leave straight away. Um, But I, I do miss it. And it left a bit of a nasty taste in my mouth um, for a few weeks, perhaps a couple of months. But now I'm relieved that I can just do what I want. And I'm really enjoying doing the local football coverage. The local clubs I visit, which is a lot of them here in Suffolk, are really happy to see me as a reporter doing some work for BBC Radio Suffolk, make me very welcome and tell me I'm welcome back any time. So that, that's lovely. Yeah. It really is. Grassroots football. For me, is is a lovely yeah. place to be 
you know, doing some coverage. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck with it. I think uh, the game's changing full stop, isn't it? I mean, mm. anyway, we won't go into that. So we go into, uh, you actually went to um, Preston, didn't you? I went to Preston, yeah. Long How was it journey. for you, as they say? Well, we, we Ipswich, we were absolutely diabolical in the first yeah. half. There's no other word for it. I mean, defensively, people are blaming the referee. There was an offside I think he might have missed. Yeah, he did but, well, and the linesman. It was blatant. He was in yeah. line with the linesman, and it was good to you. We were obviously behind that, yeah, so, so we no, couldn't see couldn't. the line of play. I've watched the, the highlights. I've watched it live, and then I watched the highlights, so it definitely was offside. But, and then yeah. we nearly gave a fourth away early in the second half. Yeah. But once we got away with that, actually, we clicked into gear. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that we've got uh, Kiefer Moore back in the fold as a completely different player. Absolutely. Is fantastic. Yeah. He, he completely changed the complexion yeah. of the game. And I really think, you know, had we have gone on for another 10 minutes, yes. we would have won the game 4-3. Yeah. Because Preston were very poor in the second half. They weren't much better in the first, but we presented we them. presented them, yeah. With three goals, really. Yeah. And I felt sorry for George Edmondson. And I have to take my hat off to him. He played really well for the rest yes. of the game. Yes. Another centre-half would have sort of, well disappeared yeah. from the game probably got taken off yeah. Yeah. but, he, but it wasn't he, his fault neither no, of the goals no. really were they he can't legislate for it hitting you um and his toe poke was just trying to get rid of the ball wasn't he yeah we've all seen plenty of those in yeah, our time haven't absolutely we? absolutely um should we go into tweets and emails well, by we, all means feel we free. Out. uh where am i where am i help <laughs> right these are as i came in dino dean mitchell hello dean uh Please, as a fan base, can we look forward and cherish what we have and get behind the team? I'm really confident the new players will spring us back into life and get us going again. Do you think it was a good transfer window for us? I think it was. I do. It yes. was an excellent transfer window. Uh, we've got some players who have already made a difference and can only get even better, I would have thought. Yeah. Because it's early days for these players, particularly mm. the two that were brought in you know, last week. Yeah. Um, and, and yes, Keith exactly. Moore obviously settled in really quickly yeah. um, and, and looked like a player that had been wearing an Ipswich shirt for years. Yes. I know he did, what, seven years ago? Yeah. But he, he, I think you'll agree he was out of his depth when he was he here first time round. Although he never really got a run to no, see, that's true. see how bad or but good he, he was. But he looked like, in a way, the non-league player that he was at the time. Yeah. A good yeah. non-league player, but yeah. there's a big difference. Yeah. Um, I love the, you know, the other striker we've got looks really strong as well. They both know where the, the back of the net is. Yeah. Uh, Sarmiento, class yeah. player. You know, yes. Premier, Premier League player, really, I yeah. think. Yeah. I, I don't think Preston was his best game, but um, no. he played really well at Leicester. Moore, of course, is, a, is a, an option that we haven't really had, even with Hurst of the big man to when you are under pressure and the, the long ball, which McKenna will occasionally use, won't he? Um, he, he will occasionally, yeah, and he might use it a bit more now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Also, yeah. the way that the ball was being knocked around at the back at times. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> you yeah. really did want the keeper just to hoof the ball up, didn't yes, you? Yes, I watched uh, watched Man City the other night um, at, at uh, Brentford, and uh, even they were, occasionally, they'd just give it to the keeper and he'd hoof it back up. Yeah. He didn't even bother with the playing around. It, I always think it's a dangerous game. And obviously, Premier League footballers should be able to play that game. I think it's asking quite a bit for Championship downwards, mm. you know, to, to look as classy as that at the back. Mm. But I know exactly what Kieran McKenna is, is doing, and it's, it's proved a very good move on, has, on a number yeah. of occasions, hasn't it? Yeah. So I, let's not be blinded by what happens 
at Preston. Hopefully that that was a one-off. Yeah, I think um, the the straight ball out of out of um, the area to Morsi always, and then Morsi fling, flings it wide. They they were right onto that. Yeah, right on top of Morsi, and I think it was whoever we played at home tried that as well. Just clamped down on Morsi because he's like a a fulcrum for that playing around. That's right. Back. Yeah, but I think it would change in the in the coming weeks. I really do. Yeah. I think, yeah, because McKenna knows exactly what we need. Exactly. You, you, <laughs> you, you've got to take your hat off to the man. He is our best manager for a long, long Ab- time. Absolutely, absolutely. And is schooled in the modern game, which one of the two of the others we've seen in recent seasons Certainly. have clearly not been. Not been no. <laughs> um, Chris Rand. Hello, Chris. Actually, Chris, how, how's your move going? You'll have to let me know. Um, that's off the subject, of course. Uh, if the officials had been... Even semi-competent on Saturday, we'd have gone in at half-time, 1-0 down. Kiefer Moore then wouldn't have come on till around 70 minutes and maybe wouldn't have had time to acclimatise and score. If so, what do you chaps think we'd be talking about tonight? <laughs> That's true, actually. Because people think, well, if if we'd started with Kiefer Moore or if we hadn't, if we'd... Um, I don't know what I'm talking about, but well, I, the, think, the, I think I know what Chris is trying to say. Yeah, and the beauty of our bench, and this is the same for every game now, you look at the bench and think, crikey, these players, most of them, if not all of them, would be starting for most other championship teams. Yes. Week in, week out. So yeah. you know those coming on um, are going to make a big difference. I, was, I wasn't surprised that Kiefer Moore came on for the whole second half, simply because something needed to be done. Yes. Um, whether, had we have conceded that fourth goal, we came mighty close to it. Yeah. Didn't it? it was only inches away from the... The goal line, wasn't it? I was up the other end, obviously. Uh, they were faffing oh. about at the back again. Yeah. Um, yeah, had we have conceded a fourth, I'm not sure even Kiefer Moore no. would have been able to turn it round. No. But as I said earlier, I firmly believe, because Preston were terrible in the second half and yeah. we were excellent, yeah. bit of, you know, a bit of both really, um, we would have gone on to win that game had it had gone on for about 10 minutes longer. Mm. Uh, we just ran out of time, didn't we? Yeah. And came very sadly, close. Sadly. And, and obviously if, if Leafs free kicker gone in right the one that hit the post exactly could have sprung yeah. us into a light it's all ifs buts and maybes yeah, that's football though isn't it that's well we've football. got to enjoy I think personally we've got to enjoy <coughs> there'll be some ups and downs there have been many more ups than downs this season we've really got to enjoy the rest of the season as much as we, we can have and we also have to remember that, that teams like Leeds and Southampton still have to play each other yeah they're under arguably they're under a lot more pressure those teams than we are Mm, because they're expected to do well they're expected to get promoted aren't they yeah not just make the the top six yeah whereas at the beginning of the season we'd all be happy with halfway yeah we we would be indeed and I still think I still think we could make the top two I really do I do as well. Because we can all those teams, ages. apart from Southampton, I mean, Leicester have looked a little yeah. bit shaky. Yeah. You know, they've failed to beat us, haven't they? Yeah. They'd have expected to, to beat us at the King Power Stadium. Perhaps they wouldn't have expected to beat us at Portman Row. But, you know, we held our own in both those games. Yeah. And they're meant to be this wonderful side that, you know, should, yeah. should be in the top flight yeah. as it is. I think they have a gap that, that's probably insurmountable, though, to play with, but... Yeah, possibly, but if they have a run of two or three defeats, you know. Well, yeah, and of course it does happen, and the other way round, as we saw last season. Yeah. Um, Alex, a post primarily for GB, we were talking about this off air, Um, I'm thinking of leaving Twitter, or X as it's now known, and I know several ITF 
see fans who no longer use it also. It looks to have gone mad. Yeah, well, I agree. Uh, we were talking about tin hats the other day, weren't we? We were. Uh, have you thought of highlighting the show on another platform like Threads? What's Threads? Is that a Well, I'm Twitter? on it, but I hardly use it because oh, okay. I'm still trying to keep in touch with what's happening on X yeah. and Twitter. It's gone mad. It's, I got, all I'm getting is conspiracy theories and flat earth and, yeah. and uh, a lot and, of religious people. And Facebook's gone a bit strange as Has well it? in that you're not quite sure what you're going to be seeing on Facebook and some people that I'm friends with never see my posts. Oh, well, I don't understand all that. Well, you can blame Musk for Twitter. I'm not sure who's in charge of Facebook. <laughs> um, and surely it must affect ratings. Well, it, it sort of possibly does. I'm not sure. We get less tweets. We get more emails. So you could be right. Yeah, maybe I should. Keep up the good work wherever you end up. Thank you, Alex. Um, Carl, a certain Carl Fuller. You wouldn't know him, would you? No, no, never heard no, of him. Never heard of him. Hello, Graham, and hello, Foz. Hello, Hope Tom. you are both well and don't get too down about things at present. Remember, the song says we support the Ipswich if we're up or if we're down, or he's put down or if we're up. Yeah, you're right. I think Foz, excluding any of the boys of '81 squad, which ex-player would you love to see playing in today's team? And just for Graham's sake, what is your favourite cider? <laughs> <laughs> we always give him stick for his cider. And that's Carl from the Fuller Flavour. My answers are Marcus Stewart and Orchard Thieves. Oh, I see. Orchard Thieves, that's his cider. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't drink cider, so I can't really answer Nor do that I. bit. Because but... our palates have matured, haven't of they? Of course, Unlike, yeah. unlike Carl's. I say this every time he, t- he emails <laughs> impressive. Um I don't know. I, I, uh, well, my partner drinks um, Inches. Which is always a bit weird when you say, "Can I have a couple of inches, please?" Yes, it but, would be. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, 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 that's uh, one of the local beer, local ciders. So I do drink that if if occasionally I have a cider. But you don't have a cider. I'm not a cider man. No, I'm I'm more of a a lager man. Really. A lager lout and, and a G and T. I'm a bitter bastard, and you're a lager <laughs> lout. Um, yeah, and yeah, he, his uh, answer would be Marcus Stewart. Yeah, I don't think you could top Marcus Stewart. Well, no, no, he 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 was brilliant, obviously. Yeah, and um, although like Paul Mariner, oh, I don't know, Beatty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my all-time this favorite player. I'm not sure that we necessarily need him now, although perhaps we could do with him. Alan Hunter at the back. Oh, big Al for me. You know, was was a great footballer. If only for his ability to clear the West End roof in exactly. every game. Yeah, so, you know, there'd be no room for him in the side now, would there? <laughs> Can you imagine Big Al yeah. um, but trying I mean, to play it short? But even when he when he needed just to tap it off for a corner, he'd try and scoop it up over the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Big Al has always been my, my favourite player. Um, yeah, that's a very difficult question, Carl, and one we could talk about for a long time. Yeah, but I tend I to think... go back to the 70s. Yeah, um, it's an age thing, I think. Now, when when I probably watch most of the home games from well from '69 onwards, so those are the sort of players that always spring up immediately in my mind. Yeah. But you know, we've 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 had some very classy players um, at Ipswich through the good times and the bad. We have, yeah. If we're not allowed to have '81, I think I've got to go with Carl and go with Marcus Stewart. To be honest, yeah. yeah. Was that just any player, or did did you specify a striker? I can't remember. I I can't remember either. I've I've moved on. I'm sorry, Carl. Sorry. I'll tell you what, Carl. We'll stick Bill Al up front, if you like. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll go to the end of the show, so I've got to rush through. Uh, This is Slower Ball. Good evening, Gozza. Good evening, Fozza. Love the show. (laughs) Gozza, what? 
Preston North End. Deary me, the highlight of the first half was finding out from Mrs Nuts what she'd had for lunch. <laughs> Does the panel agree that both new strikers have to start against West Brom and that scoring goals is now the key to overcoming this bad run? In quotes. Is the target now the playoffs? And should we play Tuenzabi and Burgess at centre-back? West Brom up next. Please, please watch closely our throw-ins. No... He doesn't like throw-ins. Lack of movement, uh, lack of options, no urgency. We either give the ball straight to the opposition or lose it. Really is a development opportunity. I may have mentioned this previously. Apologies to the folk I was sat next to due to my regular shouts of movement. Movement! I remember that, slower ball. Good day to you. Keep smiling. God bless Mark Brennan. Uh, Yeah, quickly... uh, uh, Foz, what do you reckon? What's I've forgotten the question now. <laughs> I know. I tell you what, what I have noticed, and it's still prevalent in the game, um, foul throws. Oh, God, more and more. More and more, and yeah. yet the officials... Yeah, just, they just drop it over the head sometimes. They do. It. They, not, most of the officials always yeah. overlook it, but there are one or two that have picked it up You've recently. You've got 30 seconds. Um, quickly, um, is the target now the playoffs? No, the target has got to be top two. Right, and should we play two in Sabi and Burgess at the back? I don't think it makes much difference, to be honest with you. And what about in relation to the two we've got now, which is Edmondson and Wolfenden. Wolfie? Would you replace them? I wouldn't. I think they're no. Doing I a good think job. Edmondson's done really well since he's come back. Uh, he's always been a great club man, and 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 Wolfie is is he can be a bit slow on the ball sometimes, and you think he's yeah. you know but I think concentration's he's, yeah. gone. But actually, he is a fantastic centre back. He is, and quickly score for Saturday. Score for Saturday. Um, I reckon um, 3-1 to Ipswich, of course. Thank you, Foz. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next week. Bye.